I knew early on that there were different types of hoes. And I was a teenager when I would refer to myself as a kissing hoe. Because I would kiss a lot of people. Wasn't having sex with a lot of people, but I'll kiss you. I've kissed way more people than I've ever had sex with. I don't remember a lot of them because I give out kisses like they're hugs. Like, mwah, just kissing. So I used to refer to myself when I was a teenager as a kissing hoe. Now that I'm grown, I know that that's probably not really a thing. But in my 14, 15-year-old mind, it was a thing. You had the hoes that actually did more than kissing. And then you had me that was just, mwah, like to kiss. But today we're going to talk about the different types of hoes. We talked about a lot of things as it relates to hoedom this season. So let's get into what are the different types. Like we talked about what it means to be a hoe and the definition and all that. But today we're going to talk about the different types of hoes. So we're going to get right into the episode. It's your freak hostess Jody, and you're tuned into Provocative. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. I will marry a nigga off some dick because everything else we can work on. And I've, I have uh, sporadic periods of excessive masturbation. I really like how that just sounded. If I fuck you once and it's good, I'm going to keep fucking you. Because I didn't start sucking dick until college. Blew in that man's butthole. <laughs> that, that shit is wicked. That shit. As with most things, we can categorize what a hoe is. And I've come up with six. I'm curious to know if you guys come up with more, but these are the six that I came up with. And we're going to go through them one by one. So the first hoe, and I think a lot of us can relate to or may have been this type of hoe at one point or another in our lives, but it is the new hoe. The new hoe just started her whole journey. And if you've been tuned into Provocative, you know that I've been the new hoe. Probably within the last year, I was a new hoe. Now, this new hoe is on this journey to find herself. She is not looking for a relationship. She is looking to explore herself, have fun. She has supportive friends that have welcomed her back into the streets. After those long, whatever long relationship or situation she was just in, she is a new hoe. Now, what may happen with the new hoe is that they miss their old life. They miss having that one person. But also the excitement of dating multiple people, having sex with multiple people, that keeps the new hoe going. So, of course, in the first few months of a new hoe phase, it's going to be a little tricky, right? Because you're not used to this. You're used to having that one person. You're used to monogamy. You're trying to figure out what feels right. And that's not to say that you're literally having sex with every single guy that comes your way or girl, whatever your preference. But you're not having sex with everyone, but your goal is to find yourself through having a hoe phase. So oftentimes that is just, that's the only intention. I was in this long-term relationship or I wasn't happy. Whatever the past situation is, you are turning a new leaf. You are trying to find this new version of yourself through 
a new hoe phase. So you are the new hoe. You probably downloaded some dating apps, probably DMing back all those people that was hitting you up when you was in a relationship, whatever it is. The new hoe is classified literally just by that. You're new to the game. You're figuring it out. You're trying new things. That said, if you're not a new hoe, so the first hoe is number one, so the first category of hoe is the new hoe, but the second type of hoe is the picky hoe. Now, the picky hoe is very selective with who she keeps around and who she interacts with. So she probably has a list of repeats. These are people that... She go back to here and there, dabble here and there, probably see them a couple times a year, but they on her roster. So the picky hoe has a short roster, and she goes back to that roster. So she has some old reliables. She has some some people on her list, again, guys or girls. And even when I say, like, she, I'm saying the person that is doing the hoeing. But... They have a situation where no strings attached, consistently inconsistent, though, because she's picky. She doesn't want a relationship. Again, She's this is something to do when it's nothing to do. So she has a list of a couple guys she can call up. Maybe she got drunk with her friends. She finna slide to one of her dip-off houses. I ain't used dip-off in a minute. Y'all still use that word? Dip. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Am I aging myself? <laughs> what do we what do we call it? Because if you're not my man, you're not my man. So I'm not calling you that. Ooh. I guess you like one of my niggas. Yeah. Like my hoes. Y'all hoes too. That's what <laughs> my little yeah, my boo. Oh, my little yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you slide on your move, whatever your move is, you slide on them. And that's what it is. They know what time it is. This ain't even somebody that you consistently texting. Like, you probably check in here and there on that person. Like, hey, it's been a couple weeks, been a couple months or so. Just, you know. They almost like a homie. They like a homie that you don't have to talk to all the time. But you definitely probably still associate them with them consistently. Like, maybe through social media or something like that. But that's the picky hoe. That's the picky hoe. Then we're going to get into number three, which is the kinky or the freak hoe. That's probably my favorite hoe. (laughs) And you guys know why. Because that's, I'm not going to tell y'all which hoe I am because I kind of think I'm a combination of of them. So I'm going to speak about that towards the end. But you have the kinky and or freak hoe. So... This type of hoe just really likes, so here's the thing. You can be a hoe and not be kinky or freaky, right? You're just having sex. But the freaky, kinky hoe, she's literally having sex just to be freaky and kinky and try new things. So this hoe might be into, like, lifestyle stuff, BDSM circles, some underground stuff that's going on around the city. And again, that's not to say that she isn't also picky or she isn't also new, but she is sexually liberated and she's sexually free. 
So a lot of what happens with this particular hoe is that she's making her sexual experiences priority. She's making the 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 freakiness, the kinkiness of it, the things that she desires, the high priority of it. Um, I like her. I think that hoe is the most liberated. She's the fun one. Um, but also, guys look at her a little sideways because they like, why are you doing all this freaky shit with me? <laughs> I'm not going to talk to you for like two months. Um, I had a situation like that. It was this guy that I was dealing with last year. And we had a very fun night. And then I was like, oh, this was fun. We got to do this again. And I didn't talk to him for four months. And then he hit me up and he was like, why did you ghost me like that? Like, you told me we was going to do it again. We was going to go out on a date and kick it. And he was the one coming to me like, why did you treat me like this? So that's what the, the kinky, freaky hoe, that's really all she cares about. So she might ghost you. The kinky, freaky hoe might do, like, some real freaky stuff to you and then ghost you after. So be, be, beware. Beware of her. <laughs> um, then you have the secret hoe. This is the type of hoe that a lot of women are. And the reason that a lot of women are the secret hoe a lot of different reasons, but I'm going to blame it on respectability politics, our views at, as a society at large when it comes to, to sex, like our views towards sex. And for whatever reason, we prioritize the pleasure of men versus the pleasure of women. So uh, because the pleasure of women is not prioritized and it's seen as like, no, you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to be the baby makers, and that's it. A lot of people hold in secret. And they don't want to just be vocal about it. So that's where you get, like, the undercover, like, hoe. So you didn't know that she was out here how she was out here because she was really secret about it. So I have appreciation for the secret hoe. But I also feel like the secret hoe is the sneaky hoe. And she's also probably, she's arguably the most dangerous. Because with the other hoes, you know what you're getting yourself into more so than with the secret hoe because she's going to cover her web of lies. She keeps everything on the low. So be wary of the secret hoe. Um, then you have the opposite of the secret hoe, which is the proud hoe. And the proud hoe has been hoeing for a minute. She'll tell you this is how she is. She's very in your face. I have a close friend who is, who, who is a proud hoe. She's been a hoe for a while, and she'll tell you, like, yes, I date multiple men, and I might post one this day, and I might post another one the next day. It depends on how I feel, and she just stands in that shit. And I can appreciate that about her in particular, but everyone isn't like that. Again, it's different strokes for different folks, and you're going to figure out where you fall on this whole spectrum. But the proud hoe gives no fucks about your social norms, your respectability, politics, how you feel about how she moving. She's going to move how she wants to move. You get with it or you get lost. That is the unapologetic proud hoe. 
And the last hoe that I came up with is the social media hoe. Now, this is the one that's all on social media. She's doing all of this stuff for attention. Now, her being a hoe doesn't necessarily have anything to do with what she's doing outside of social media. Based on her social media profile or persona, you think she's a hoe. So, some people fall into that category. So, it's like, you're not actually doing anything. You may or may not be. But... The world thinks you're a hoe because of what you do. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, some celebrity examples of that. Because here's the thing. Oh, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Oftentimes when you're a celebrity, your life is under a microscope. So even if you're not doing hoe things, if you date multiple people within a certain amount of time and the public knows about it, you are considered a hoe. I would argue that... Lori Harvey could be considered a social media hoe because typically when she dates people, she posts them. She's still, she's having fun. Do I think she's a ho-ho? I mean, aren't we all? Doesn't really matter if she is or is not, right? It's about public perception. That's why the social media hoe is still considered a hoe because it's about what the world thinks of what you're doing and how you're moving. Because... There aren't too many people that are saying, oh, well, she's young and she's just dating and enjoying life. People are saying, she a hoe. She dating this person and that person and she's moving on fast. People have an issue with you moving on fast. They have an issue with you practicing dating habits that work for your lifestyle. Because I don't like the idea of saying like, oh, healthy dating habits. I mean, if it works for her, then it works for her. But if it doesn't work for you, then guess what? It's not healthy for you. It's all subjective, right? So I definitely think Lori Harvey would be a good example of a social media hoe because it's about what social media in the world thinks of her actions and not necessarily what it is that she's doing because you don't have to do anything to be considered a social media hoe or a hoe. What's the difference between, like, her type of hoe and, like, the girls that actually be on there, like, Working and naked and and, and those they I feel like they will fall into kind of that social media hole as well because it's still based on people's perceptions of what you're doing based on social media. So oftentimes when you see half naked women shaking ass on live, you think, "Oh, I have access to her," but do you really? Because the moment you DM her, is she responding or is she ignoring you? So it's about that social media attention. So it kind of, it goes two ways. So actually, you can kind of categorize the social media hoe into two different types of social media hoe. You have the one that, again, is the, because both of them is about the perception of what you're doing based on the content that you produce on social media. But they do it in two different ways. Like, Lori Harvey, even though she's a social media hoe, she's still very much seen as respectable because she always fully clothed. She posts a lot of stuff related to her brands and her businesses and fashion and stuff like that. But then you have women that are twerking on a story all the time. Now, maybe they're promoting some new biker shorts. <laughs> maybe they're promoting 
a, a twerk class. We don't know, but we instantly assume that if that's what they're doing. And again, majority of them probably just doing it because it's fun. Here's the thing. Twerking is fun. Fun fact, it is actually healthy for you because you house a lot of your stress in your hips. So literally the act of twerking releases stress. It literally, it's healthy for you. Shaking your ass is healthy for you. So... I took that little 30-second opportunity to tell y'all, go shake some ass, like, right now. Like, <laughs> find an opportunity to go shake some ass and watch how you feel afterwards. You're going to feel a little better. <laughs> no, for real. So, yeah, um, I think even with the, I want to say, even with the, the kinky, freaky hoe, you can kind of break that down into two different types as well because you might have, there might be some and honestly, you could also be a combination of any of these. Like, I wouldn't say that, oh, you have to fall into one category or the other because we're all diverse people. And depending on where you are in life, how you produce content on social media for whatever reason, you may morph into different types of hoes based on where you are. I know me, I'm a very adaptable person. So depending on the environment that I am, I might switch things up a little bit. Am I the kinky freak hoe? Of course. But in certain situations, am I the secret hoe? For sure. Can I be the proud hoe as well? Yes, I can. Just kind of depends on the situation. Am I going to have a dominant style though? Yeah, I kind of, you know what? I'm going to call these the six hoe languages. Kind of like the love languages, but for <laughs> horn, <laughs> that's what we going to call these. Because here's the thing, even when it comes to love languages, when you take that test, you have a dominant, and then you have things that might be kind of close. Like when I took it, I want to say my top three were literally like 29%, 28%, 27%, and then everything else was super low. Mm -hmm. And my top three were physical touch, quality time, and acts of service. And that makes total sense for me and the type of person that I am and how I receive love. Same thing with hoeing. How do you perceive what it means to your lifestyle for you to implement these different things so that you can find out more about yourself? Because that's what it is. It's all about a learning journey. It's all about your learning whole journey. How do you learn more about yourself through hoeing? Because what we know to be true is that a quality hoe phase builds character. And you will mm. learn so much about yourself in a small amount of time. You'll learn about the types of guys that you prefer versus not preferring based on the different whole tactics that you employ. Because here's the thing. You're not consumed with their perception of you. Sometimes when you're consumed about somebody's perception of you, you, you move a little different. You're not moving in your full self because you don't want them to look at you negatively. So you're like walking around on eggshells. You're moving differently. You're not being your authentic self. When you don't lean into your holdum. <laughs> and I think that that's that's what I want you guys to take away today. What can you learn from the different types of hoes? And how can you implement those tactics in your life so that you can learn something about yourself? And be a little happier because of it. Like, 
do you take a page out of the kinky freak hoes book and explore something new sexually that you might not have done had you been in a certain type of relationship or had you had a certain type of mindset? Do you expand that sexual barrier? Do you take a page out of the proud hoes book and say, you know what? I'm going to be unapologetic with my intentions and how I move. It doesn't mean that you have to go out and fuck everybody. That's not what it is. But what about the tactics that are associated with those different types of hoes? Can we can we can we pull into our own lives and see how it works for us? Uh, the social media hoe. How can you create content and use that as a tool for how people perceive you? How can you change the narrative? The picky hoe. How can you be more selective with the connections you make with people? Right? Or the new hoe, where it's like, you know what? I want to learn something about myself through a new journey. Um, I think the only one I didn't talk about with the secret hoe, but discretion. Easy, easy, easy takeaway when it comes to that. At the end of the day, everything and anything can make you a hoe if you move unapologetically and it does not align what is socially normative. That's it. That's I think we've discussed that in multiple episodes because here's the thing. You can ask 100 people what is a hoe and you're probably going to get 100 different answers. And that's because there's 100 different ways to look at it, probably more. Nobody really is a hoe. Everybody truly is a hoe. Um, if you go against what's normative, Somebody at some point is going to call you a hoe. So, if you're going to be called a hoe anyway, I'd rather be a happy hoe than a sad hoe or a mad hoe. So, (laughs) on that note, we're going to close this episode out. I hope y'all learned something new today. Happy hoeing. Before you go, I want to remind you to embrace your inner hoe. Thank you for tuning in to Provocative, and don't forget to follow us on all streaming platforms. Happy hoeing. P-R-H-O-E-V-O-C-A-T-I-V-E. Spell with the word hoe because deep down, we all got some hoe in us. And this is your safe space to be unapologetically provocative. Oh, is my ground too masculine? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>